Welcome to day four of our 2024 Four Better Days reset and refresh. I am so excited for today's episode. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Kira and I'm here to help you reinvent, transform, and upgrade your life in any way, shape, and form to help you live and become your ultimate version of yourself, aka your best self, aka that girl, aka it girls, or whatever you want to call it, whatever trend you want to follow. I'm helping you literally transform your life like a freaking butterfly. We're in the caterpillar stage right now. We're about to be in our cocoon and we're going to transform into a butterfly this year. I can already feel it. But just like the previous three episodes, I want you to get cozy, get comfy, get a journal, a notebook, your notes app, get some tea, some water, some coffee, some wine if you're feeling a little fun tonight. And if you need some snacks, of course. But really the main thing that I want you to do is be cozy, be comfortable, and get ready to listen because today's episode is all about the five ways that you can accomplish your goals and I'm literally explaining it to you guys step by step. So get ready because we're going to jump right on into it. First of all, I can't believe it's already day four. I feel like this week is flying by. Tomorrow is our last episode of this five-day reset and refresh and it's going to be all about how to glow up and be magnetic in the new year and basically how to elevate your energy and actually achieve everything that you want. So this is like a precursor to this. This is how we're going to accomplish your goals. And number one, again, this is the most important one, I believe, is reflection. This really just helps you check in with yourself, with who you are, and it gives you the opportunity to ask yourself questions that we might not always ask ourselves. I feel like oftentimes we get too busy, we get too caught up in life, we're running around to to, you know, school, to work, to workouts and dinners and movie nights and we're, and we're just doing all these things. We don't always just spend the 5, 10, 15 minutes a day that we might need to just reflect on how are we doing, how are we feeling, how do we want to be doing or what do we want to be doing and what do we want to be feeling? Like how would we love and ultimately desire to be feeling in this present moment? So some of the questions that I like to ask myself and that I want you guys to ask yourself are what are your top five motivations? What are the things that motivate you the most? What are the things that get your blood jumping? Or I don't think that's a saying, but we're just going to go with it. What are the things that get you really excited and want, like inspired and make you want to do the things that you are setting yourself out to do? For me, for example, number one would be my family. They are my motivators. They are my cheerleaders. They are constantly hyping me up and they're always telling me that no idea is too big and that I should just go after it and do what my heart desires to do. They're one of my top five motivators. Another motivator for me could be my ultimate desire to leave my corporate job. I am wanting to pursue the things that I want to pursue, experience the things that I want to experience so that I am able to sustain myself financially so that I can escape my corporate job and actually be able to live the life that I'm desiring to live. So those are two of my top five motivators. I want you guys to either pause this, do it as we go through this or afterwards, you know, take your notes and then do these exercises in the morning, at night, or whenever you feel best. I want you to ask yourself these questions when you're not 
stressed when you're in kind of like a calm state which is why i usually do these things early in the morning like the second i wake up or right before i go to bed the next question is i think one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself which is what do i wish i had more time to do asking yourself this question i feel like it actually allows you to fully analyze like if i had for example three more hours in the day what would I do with that time? What would I do if I had an extra day to my week? What would I do if I literally had nothing and no responsibilities? Let's just say you had an extra hour every single day to do whatever you wanted to do. That's obviously gonna total out to 365, but this year's a leap year, so we're just gonna include that in. If you added an extra hour to every single day, At the end of the year, that would be an extra two weeks, an extra 15 days that you had completely to just focus on whatever it is that you wanted to be doing. And when I say 15 days, I mean like 24 hours. I'm not just saying like one extra hour here and there, like 15 entire days of you doing whatever you would want to be doing. So if you had more time, what would you do? What would you wish you would be able to spend that time on? Would you wish you could start your business? Would you wish to go back to school and study another subject? Would you wish to go out and travel? Would you wish to open up your own coffee shop? What would you wish you had more time to do? And it could be as simple as reading, getting more sleep, whatever it is, what is it that you desire to have more time? These two questions I really feel help center yourself as well as help with the reflection, okay? I asked myself, what do I wish I had more time to do? You listed out maybe one, two, five things. Then you can analyze or reflect on what are you currently doing that doesn't give you time or adequate enough time to do those things. And obviously some things it's harder to do and it's a harder push to pull with it. I wish I had more time to do so many things, but I know every day, Monday through Friday, six to eight hours of my day is eating up with my nine to five job. I know a lot of you guys are in school, so obviously school might take up a big portion of your day. Maybe doing your homework might take up another big portion of your day, but if you could squeak, but if you could sneak in a few things here or there, how would you readjust your time to be able to do more of what you would wish to be doing? The next one, I love this. I did this actually this year with my mom. I usually do it only electronically, but it's to create a vision board. I decided this year, even though I did an electronic version for my desktop wallpaper and an electronic version for my iPhone wallpaper, I also made a physical vision board. And it was such a fun activity to do with my mom. It was so simple. I literally went on Pinterest, found a whole bunch of photos that aligned with all of my goals. And we talked about goals a little bit previously in these episodes, but we're going to deep dive a little bit more on step three in this episode. So just stay tuned. We're on step two right now. But I just went on Pinterest and found all these photos that aligned with me and my goals, put them, arranged them, cut them out, kind of made a scrapbook, but obviously on like a paper. And it was so cute. It's in my bedroom, it's on my desk, and I see it every single day. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm reminded of my goals and my visions. I'm reminded every time I pick up my phone. I'm reminded every time I open up my laptop. This vision board is a representation of what you want to achieve. I like to put on my vision board kind of like 
a lot of things but also I break it down into categories I break it down into me which is how I want to be do I want to be fit do I want to be healthy do I want to be happy do I want to be energetic do I want to be more restful also my life how do I want to live do I want to travel do I want to work do I want to start a new career do I want to become an entrepreneur and then the next one is actions what is it that I want to do where do I want to go? Do I want to run? Do I want to travel by car? Do I want to see the world by ocean? Whatever it is, whatever it may be, I was actually inspired by doing it this method by Grace Beverly on YouTube. I thought her method of doing the me, my life, and actions all within your vision board was such a smart idea. And I just wanted to make sure I gave credit to where credit is due. But vision boards can be so fun and they're so rewarding when you realize you're actually checking things off of your vision board without always knowing. I had on my vision board two years ago, this huge apartment with literal floor to ceiling windows. I kid you not, this apartment basically looked like the apartment I had in Miami before I even had the apartment in Miami, before I even knew that the apartment that I was gonna get in Miami even existed. I was like, holy crap, I literally manifested this through my vision board and Ever since then, I have made sure to make vision boards. I've made vision boards probably for the last like four years, but I've been super into vision boards, especially within the last like two years. Number three is goal setting. And I don't mean very high level goal setting of I want to run, I want to read, I want to travel, I want to make friends, I want to sleep more, I want to go to college, Okay, we get that. Those are great goals. I'm not saying they're not good goals, but I like to dig a little deeper and go more into specific goal setting. I want you to really just drive it down. When you say you want to read more, okay, how much do you want to read? What books do you like to read? Maybe what authors do you prefer? What genres do you like? If you want to travel, okay, amazing. I love that. I love that for you. Where would you like to travel? Would you prefer to travel by yourself? Solo travel, backpacking? Would you prefer to travel with friends or family or with a group of strangers? Where would you like to go? When would you like to go? Summer, spring, fall, winter? All of these are much more specific and it actually helps you start working towards your goal even more. And the way I do goal setting, and I've been doing this method for so long now, is I categorize my goals. I don't just list on a sheet of paper like 1 through 15 or whatever it may be of I want to read, I want to travel, I want to do this, 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 and that. No, 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 no. I split it out into categories. You can obviously make your own, add your own, switch things out, but the categories that I use are number one, personal development. This category is obviously all things, for example, maybe self-care, learning, school, it can be just, for example, me reading, it could be personal development, it could be social media, whatever personal development means to you, add those goals under that category. Number two is relationships. This can be relationships with your friends, with your family, with significant others, or maybe you're wanting to get in a relationship with another person, whatever it may be. For example, one of my relationship goals is to 
visit my friends more because we all live so far away. I want to make new friends because I am hoping to move out of my parents' house into likely a new city. So wherever I decide to end up, I want to make new friends in that area. And also, I want to just deepen my relationship with my family. I'm spending time with my family right now since I'm still at home. And I just want to make sure I'm cherishing all this time that I'm with them because eventually I'm going to end up moving back out. Number three is finances. Do you want to save more? Do you need to pay off your student loans or your credit card bill? Do you want to earn a certain income? per month or per paycheck or per year, whatever it may be, add that into finance. Add that into your finances and make it specific. If you want to save more, again, don't just say, I want to save money. How much money would you like to save? Would you like to save 2000 15000 55000 Like how much would you ideally want to try and save within a year? Or if you say, I want to make more money. Okay, we can boil it down and say, I want to make six figures this year. So anywhere above 100K. If you want to make six figures in a year, pre-tax, that's $8,333. So maybe a goal is you want to make anywhere above $8,350. And maybe you even set an extra crazy limit of like, you want to make $10,000 or more per month, whatever it may be. Boil it down so that you can actually make it more achievable. Number four is career and business. So this is for those maybe in school. You could do schooling or education instead of career and business. But maybe you want to look for a job. Maybe you're about to graduate and you're trying to figure out what kind of sector you might want to go into. Maybe you want to try to get a promotion. Maybe you want to start your small business. Whatever it may be, add that into this category. And then we have health. So anything health and wellness, this can be types of workouts you want to do, how you want to eat, your nutrition, all of those things and more. And then the last one for me, I like to add travel because I love traveling. I want to see the world and I want to go on a lot of adventures. So let me go back and just tell them all to you so you have them down. One, personal development two, relationships, three, finances, four, career and business or education, five is health and wellness, and six is travel, but also feel free to add your own, switch them out, change them up, whatever works best for you. And then I do it this way because I used to be the type of person, like I mentioned earlier, just writing down one through 10 or one through 15, my goals, just boom, 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 boom. And they maybe were more specific to one thing or another. Sometimes I found that most of my goals were maybe more education related. And I was, I want to do well in school. I want to get straight A's. I want to get into this college. I want to do this. I want, okay, but what about my health? I didn't have any goals for my health. So I wasn't focusing on that that year, even though maybe I wanted to focus on my health. Or maybe I was too focused on education and I wasn't focusing my goals on my relationships. The reason I like to do it this way, having multiple categories in this instance, I have six categories is because say you do really well in your personal development, your relationships, your career and your business, your health and finances. And say maybe this year you didn't travel that much. You didn't reach all of your travel goals. Well, you knocked it out of the park in five out of the six categories. 
that's amazing. That's great. You did a good job. You just you did an amazing job. Just because you faltered a little bit with one category doesn't mean anything. But say maybe you're not really focused on your travel, you're not really focused on your relationships or your finances or your career. It's like once a few start going down, then it's like, okay, let me reevaluate my life. Like, what am I doing? Because I'm not working towards my goals. It helps you create almost like a pendulum, a multi-pendulum balance of yourself, your life, and the goals that you have set out for yourself. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that your goals are achievable and they're trackable. I like to make them trackable so that I can either check them off as I go. For example, I give this all the time. I want to read 30 plus books next year. So already right off the bat, in the beginning of the year, I can just make a tracker for my books and I can just start circling little bubbles saying, okay, I've read one, I've read two, I've read three. Personally, I use Goodreads, so I'm able to just add all the books that I read on there and it tracks it for me. But I like these to be trackable. For example, if you want to start dating, maybe a goal of yours is to go on three first dates or whatever it may be. Like, Just make it trackable so that you know you're working towards a goal and towards like a finish line, even though you might not necessarily finish the entirety of this goal within the year. Number four is habit tracking. Like I said, we've made our goals achievable and trackable. Now we're actually going to go through and track them because at the end of the day, a year is the sum of 365 days. In this case, 366. Thank you, leap year. How are you treating them? Are you just letting all of these days fly by without you actually focusing on the things that you want to be focusing on? I know in the past, there's been years where I set out all these amazing goals that could have been achieved, but I just completely forgot about them, didn't look at them, forgot to check in with myself and what I wanted to achieve, and literally the days were just flying by. Next thing you know, it is... March and then it was May and then it was October and then it was November and basically the end of the year and I looked back at my goals and I was just flabbergasted at how little I actually achieved from what I had originally set out for myself because I just let the days go by. So how are you treating your days? You have a fresh start. It's a new year. You have so much blank space that you can fill in coming soon and I want you to really treat these days as if they fully and truly matter as if every day you are helping yourself to achieve a goal the thing that i love the most about habit tracking is that small little minuscule changes every single day can make the biggest difference this is why i like to bring in the yearly into the daily we set our goals for the entire year we broke them down in previous episodes by splitting it up into like two to three action tasks per month we broke down our goals to make them more achievable we've broken down our goals to make them trackable we brought one big sometimes vague goal into things that we can work on every single day so that every day we can track it, we can achieve it, we can continue to work towards it. And by the end of the month, you've made amazing progress. By the end of a quarter, you've made amazing progress. By the end of the year, you've achieved your goal of whatever it might have been that you had originally set out for yourself. And number five, the last step to our five ways to accomplish our goals this year is to actually keep it up. First off, I want you to spend no more than an hour 
on writing your goals and maybe even making your vision board, I want you to start working on them. I used to spend so much time trying to be ultra perfect in the sense of making my goals super perfect, making my vision board amazing and super aesthetic and the cutest thing ever, which don't get me wrong, I feel like it brings all the vibes and you can make it fun and be creative, but I spent days and sometimes weeks on goal setting and planning instead of actually taking action quick, just write up your goals. At the end of the day, you have some sort of an idea of what you want to do and what you want to achieve in your life. Just write down what is most relatable to you right now. I don't need you to set 50,000 goals for yourself. If you just have five main goals that you want to focus on this year, so be it. That's amazing. If you have 10, that's amazing too, but actually start working on them break them down, figure out how you can break them down into monthly and weekly and daily tasks so that you actually start achieving them. Again, reading, because this one's just the easiest thing. I want to read 30 books this year. Okay, that means I have to read about two and a half books each month. Okay, I can do that. That is doable. Maybe I make a list of the books that I want to read. Super easy. Maybe then I buy the books. Perfect. Maybe then I set out a goal to read 15 minutes every day amazing by the end of the week by the end of two weeks i might have read a book and a half already just because i'm constantly working towards my goal i'm keeping up the momentum but also realize you need to be flexible i used to get so stressed out when things weren't going my way i wasn't able to work on my goals and life just kind of came at me that is okay we need to be flexible not everything is fixated on a singular plane in a moment in time Life comes at us fast. Sometimes you're sick. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you have more schoolwork or more work work. Sometimes you go on vacations. Life literally just happens. It's okay to let go a little bit and take some days off and relax and de-stress. I'll give the example that I've just recently gone through. Again, I was working towards my goals. Yes, I was in a funk, in a rut, in a slump, but I moved home. I had to pack up my entire life in Miami within like two weeks, move back home with my parents after driving 17 hours from Florida to Virginia. And then I ended up ending a relationship of mine. So I just let life happen. I was no longer super duper focused on my goals at the end of 2023, just because I had to really just take care of myself and my entire life got uprooted and flipped upside down on its head so i had to basically create new habits and new routines and i just let myself kind of live a little and relax a little bit and not stress as much there's obviously some goals that i wasn't going to be able to complete within a month time span and i was like you know what i can work on it in 2024 it is completely okay but do make sure that you are checking in on your goals and making sure that they still align because obviously i had goals set out for when i was living in miami that no longer aligned now that i moved back home to my parents house in virginia just they didn't align and that's okay to cross goals off of the original list that you had if they no longer align to you And the reason I keep repeating, breaking down goals, making them specific, making them actionable, being able to track them is because you can't achieve success without defining it. And what I mean by that is you can have so much success in life. Amazing. 
But how are you defining your success? The way you define success might be different than how your friend defines success or your parents define success or I define success. What is success for you? Maybe the way you defined success for yourself this year is that you got accepted into college, you find an amazing roommate, you move into your dorm and you get straight A's at college this year. That's amazing and that is so successful. But that's not successful for me anymore at this moment in my life because I already went to college. So maybe my definition of success for this year is to travel to two new countries, to get promoted, to really kick off my podcast or whatever it may be. Success is different for everyone. We have to define it. And how do we define success? By making our goals, by making them specific, by making them actionable, and by making them trackable. Don't make your yearly goal setting session, your yearly wish session. And what I mean by that is sometimes we just wish that we do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three, all in one year, but we don't actually work towards it. It's a goal setting session for a reason. You need to work towards accomplishing all of your goals. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you do any of the little exercises that we described in today's episode. This is what I do and what I have been doing for about the past two to three years with some tweaks here and there, but it has absolutely helped me narrow in my focus to help me actually live the life that I want to be living and the life that I currently am living. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for tomorrow, our last day of our five-day 2024 Four Better Days Reset and Refresh where we talk all about how to glow up and be magnetic. And if you've been liking this episode or this series or this podcast in general, if you could leave a rate and review, it literally will mean the absolute world to me. And I can't wait to talk to you guys in tomorrow's episode. Bye.